I'm double parked, but <laughs> it's all right. I've got a beer in each hand. We don't expect anything less from you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just not as thirsty as some of the others. Oh, well, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, this is Bush Radio, episode four. I am, as always, NC Dave, and with me is uh, Joel McGrath. Welcome back again, Joel. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here yet again. Yes. Well, of course it is. You get to sit with me in the Measured Gaming Recording Studio. It is a pretty awesome studio. It is. There's um, shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Looks a bit like my hobby room at home. Doing the club. <laughs> so what we thought we'd do this episode, folks, is just have a bit of an episode rounding out the year, talk about the FAQ, talk about the big event coming up being CanCon, what we're doing and talk a little bit about what we want to do next year as well. So strap yourselves in. It's going to be a hell of a ride. It's a, it's a roller coaster of emotions ahead of us. And I'm really excited that you're here with us. <laughs> now, if you're tuning in and you listen to our last episode, this episode's probably not going to be anywhere near as controversial. <laughs> no. No, that uh, you will notice immediately the absence of Pat, the worst sports in Australia, Nevin. He actually got locked up. Yeah. Uh, for being the worst sport in Australia. I didn't realise it was a federal offence, but apparently it is. It's just un-Australian. I think uh, two episodes back he was talking about doing ice or something. And... He was talking about doing ice and, and then there were threats of burning someone's house down. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, unfortunately, we can't have him uh, with us today or for the foreseeable future. But I'm sure when he uh, is finally released back into the wilderness... Um, he will enjoy getting beaten by me again. That's right. <laughs> well, look, I said I wasn't gonna. I said I wasn't gonna do this, but yes, you heard right. NC Dave won his first game. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, fair and square beat Pat at a game of Age of Sigma. You didn't just beat him. I'm pretty sure you fucking smashed him too. Well, look, if he was here to defend himself, you know, he might say otherwise, but. I'm sure he gets salty about dice rolls or something. Something like that. But no, it was a very good game. And to his credit, he did also uh, grace me with his tactical knowledge and offer up some suggestions. Um, at the same time, reminding me of his current rank and stature in the uh, community. So um, thank you, Pat. I'm sure that you are listening. And uh, I want to say I'm looking forward to our rematch. Ooh. Will I do better? It's hard to say. <laughs> So yes, let's so what's on the um, agenda for today's episode? On the, well, let's let's first let's kick off the fac, the facwa, the FAQ, oh, fuck. the fac. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody get fact. The, the, the real big winter FAQ for yeah, Sigma. You know, collected millions and millions of submissions of feedback, and you know, really wanted to scrape the community to know everything that we were all worried about, the things that were affecting our gameplay, and they bundled it all together into, how would you describe this frequently asked questions? Uh, a big slop of shit. Yeah. I was, I was a bit kind of disappointed it wasn't more controversial and didn't actually address what are probably some of the standout, not issues, but um, certainly trends that are occurring. Um, all I can say is I was so scared of versing Iron Jaws at CanCon. I don't have to worry about them anymore because they just got nerfed. Thank goodness. Yeah. Because I know that deep down we're all terrified of Iron Jaws, what they're capable of. <laughs> so I'm glad that they, they copped it. Yeah, th things like uh, the doppelganger cloak definitely didn't need a nerf. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> neither did uh, Ogu's command ability. Yeah. Yeah. And thank, let's just thank Christ, like the Lord above. This time of year at Christmas, when we're all thinking about Happy Birthday, Jesus. <laughs> thank God that our daughters of Cain didn't get knocked down because the last thing they need right now is any kind of disadvantage. They are struggling. With, with their match win percentage, uh, they <clears throat> couldn't have done with a nerf, you know? No, absolutely not. I'm <laughs> I'm just I'm just so relieved. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah that, that's the FAQ. <laughs> Short and sweet. No, it was just underwhelming. Um and hey, maybe that's Games Workshop's way of trying to demonstrate to everybody that their system's not broken. Yeah, you've got the take that uh, things that are issues, quotation marks in the air, needed to be addressed, but they didn't, which I'm actually okay with because I know I can beat Daughters of Cain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I can beat Legions of Nagash. You just sort of have to really try and work out how you're going to do it. And I, I like that. I like being the underdog going into games because I like taking off-the-cuff lists. I don't like playing netlists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, coming up with my own ways to deal with shit uh, such as daughters or uh, you know, Grimgar's Reapers coming back with a command point. I'm who okay would do with... that? Who would do such a thing? I don't know. Well, you definitely don't because you just played Nighthorn like a silly prick. Yeah, but you know, I got flair. <laughs> <laughs> I got pizzazz. Yeah. yeah, I've got the glitteriest Nighthorn army you ever saw. There's puff paint everywhere. Yeah, it's just fucking covered in glitter. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> you will never be the same after playing against my army. You will be finding glitter for weeks. It's the biggest dick move ever. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's the FAQ. Yeah. Uh, underwhelming for a, for a big FAQ from GW, but I'm okay with it. I think come General's Handbook, it's going to uh, increase those points of certain units that we believe shouldn't be where they're at now. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to for another, what, eight months? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you expect that they will do another intake of feedback before next General's Handbook? Well, uh, we should be getting another FAQ, another another big air quotation marks again, FAQ yeah. in June. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where the meta shifts and yeah. uh, what they actually decide to take on board. Because I know if they keep changing too much in FAQs and they've got nothing to put in uh, for change-wise into the General's Handbook, so that's why they don't address points. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's best to sort of keep points out of the FAQs. That makes sense. Yeah, just so they've got something to actually sell. Yeah. All right. Well, that was the FAQ. If you have any comments about the FAQ, please hit up our Facebook page. We would love to hear from you. Have we had any fan mail, Joel? No. Great. Not, not one thing. Thanks. So no news is good news, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, our last episode has been downloaded so far 140-odd times, so obviously that's 140 really happy listeners who... Yeah. Uh, look, when, when you say fan mail, nothing like uh, questions as yeah. such, you know, like in the mailbag, but have had a lot of feedback from the last episode, saying that we handled a few things really well, uh, and that was, that was the idea behind it. Yeah. Um, you know, we didn't want to start up another dumpster fire on Twitter. Oh, God, no. Uh, no, because I found myself in the middle of that, and that wasn't fun. No, no, I, I tend to stay out of that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're a smart man. Yeah. You're a smarter man than I is. So, uh, so. The internet does not forget. No, <laughs> does not forgive either. Mm. Um, also, just one other thing. I hope uh, I sound a little bit better this episode. Yeah, my apologies for that. I might have fucked up the recording a little bit last time. I'm going to blame the beers. We could do that. Yeah, let's do that. The beers will never, ever hold it against you. No. No, they shouldn't. Maybe tomorrow they will. They might. 
<laughs> I guess we'll see. It's all right. I'm on holidays. Yeah, <laughs> you're fine then. <laughs> Let's go. Skip into the future a little bit. All right. Jumping in the um. Jumping in the time machine. Yeah. HG Wells, going forward. Hit hit the fucking lever and stuff starts spinning around and we're off. We're on our way to Cancun. Ooh. Right. Fuck, we are fast forward almost a month. <laughs> yeah, we we are. You know, breaking all the rules here, fellas. Breaking all the rules. Right, right away to Cancun. How many? How many of us are going going up for this? I am not sure on the exact number. Fairly certain it's about fifteen of us. Fantastic. You will see fifteen filthy Mexicans coming up to Canberra in hot pink Hawaiian shirts. Yep. So uh, we had the uh, bright orange last year. Yep. And now we're doing the the hot bright pink. I gotta say, I could not be happier with the color choice. I agree. Um, I did originally want like a canary yellow. Yep. Uh, however, I saw the pink and I fell in love. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's a joke in there somewhere. Um, Mate, oh yeah. <laughs> Mate, once you go pink, you. I don't know. Yeah. Guess you want to go back again. <laughs> I, I suppose so. Uh, once once you go pink, you forget how to rhyme. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, I'm super stoked about that. There will be a convoy of uh, of us heading up over state lines, all camping out. It's going to be heaps of fun. Yeah, I think there's going to be a few people coming over to our campsite uh, on the Saturday night. Well, I hope so. So, extending the invite out to all of our listeners, if you're coming to Cancun, we'll be in the area. Yep. Uh, Saturday night on the showgrounds where Cancun is. Uh, there's going to probably be monster trucks. And then on the other side of the monster trucks. <laughs> They had monster trucks last year. On the other side of them is where the campgrounds are, and we'll have a, a site there, and we're gonna, you know, gonna have it friendly for people to come and drink piss and talk shit. So even if you think you're a person that is um, uh, looked down upon <laughs> or called a cunt by everybody in measured, we'd actually really like to see you there and talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if if you're a cunt, if I've called you one. Come over. We'd love yeah, to see you. We would. <laughs> we absolutely would. Um, so, yes, we, we extend that invitation to everybody because um, there's nothing better than having a few drinks and hanging out with a bunch of like-minded people. Um, we're all competitive. We're all going to this thing. We're going to have fun. We are, and okay. it's going to be a ball. I, uh, I don't Personally, I don't go to tournaments to expect to win. I like to do well, but ultimately I'm going there to have fun and meet new people. Mm. Uh, I I'm not going there just to try and win. So, yeah, it's all about the social thing. We were having a chat earlier, actually, off air. And, um, you know, what what do you like the most about the hobby? And we both sort of leaned on uh, the social aspect. Yeah. Because that's what it is. It's just a social club, hanging out with mates, talking shit, all with a common interest of the hobby. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's brilliant because, you know, as you said, there's not many clubs around where you could sit in a room with a dozen other people who you consider as mates um, and also, you know, play a game or whatever you're doing. Like, it, yeah. I don't mean to make it sound silly, but it's it's really it's, it's a really good thing to have um, you know become a part of. Yeah. Um, I think the broader community is, is much the same in that as well. In that, it's just it's a hell of a lot of fun. And shit, I probably would never leave the house without it. So, <laughs> my wife thanks you. That's good. That's good. I wish mine thanked you. you know? <laughs> uh, can't have it all. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's all right. But, um, yeah, so going back on track, extending the invite out to everyone, uh, Saturday night at the Epic Campgrounds. 
you will see us in our Hawaiian shirts. Come and have a beer. We're going to have plenty of Eskies there, plenty of beers inside for at least the Friday night. Yeah. We're going to a bottle over run uh, on the Saturday, but you have to start practicing a bit more. So I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm quite comfortable playing either intoxicated or hungover mm-hmm. because I've done it that often. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Masters weekend, I was shit-faced for the entire thing and I still did all right. Yeah, I didn't sort of have any brain farts of, uh, oh, fuck, on that piss, oh, I should have done that, yeah. So it's just all about the training. You've got to keep yourself in check. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll I'll Drink make those beers. So. I'll make I'll make sure I'm I'm practicing under the influence. Um, thank Good you. Lad. Good lad. <laughs> Tip for everyone going to Kiacon who's planning on having a few. Play more games drunk. <laughs> it's heaps of fun too, especially if you want to get narrative. Oh yeah. It's funny. My my core as a game is actually a bit narrative. Mm. Um, you know, stems off uh, a lot of 40k. So. Uh, I always love the fluff of that. Always sort of try to influence that into uh, my games. And yeah. Same for Age of Sigma. Back when I sort of first started playing it, it's different now because I'm more of a sort of competitive player for this system. But yeah, uh, always love adding a little bit of narrative into shit. Well, that's something that we're going to touch on a bit later. Is uh, a little narrative event. Yeah. We want to talk about yeah. um, for next year. Not but... so much of a surprise, but we'll talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Let's get let's get in depth. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, what uh, what list are you taking to Cancom? I am taking a Beast of Chaos Army. Mmm. Bok. Bok. Mm. Uh, more specifically, Bray. 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 Bray herds. We're the mix of bulls. Goats, bulls. Going off the cuff with this army, as I said earlier, I don't like playing your traditional net list. Uh, I like playing my own style. Yep. And um, these guys in the past, so before they had a battle tome, they did well. Uh, wasn't the best, but they were missing sort of that little bit of extra punch, which I think that the battle tome has given them. Yeah, just given them some sort of synergy or something. Yeah, to... just spells. Yeah. Um, used to be able to, like the Bray Shaman, for example, his spell on his War Scroll was um, summon a, a Chaos Monster to the table. Yeah. But back in the old edition, you had to pay points for summon models. Right, yep. Um, so that's all changed now, but... Uh, having access to uh, a spell law, which is actually pretty fucking good in my opinion. Like there's a couple of them are situational, but four out of the six, like the other four out of the six are actually decent, uh, which you could use in any game. My list, uh, my great fray is the Gave Spawn, which basically uh, my heroes, when they die on a two-up, they turn into a spawn. Oh, uh, yeah. Which yeah. is really fun uh, and really handy. Spawn are quite good. Uh, around a herdstone, especially because they get the neg one rend. Yep, yep. Yeah, uh, gives the command ability that you can bounce off a spawn into a unit and gives them an extra attack. Okay. So uh, if you've got a couple of command points up your sleeve on a unit of, say, Bestigore, they could be rocking maybe five attacks if you wanted to. Yeah. That's for the whole unit. Um, anyway, so that, that's uh, that's Gave Spawn. Also, it comes locked with uh, command trait and artifact, which I'll touch on in a sec. Yep. So anyway, my uh, general is a great Bray Shaman. Uh, he uh, has the Unraveling Aura, which is, uh, he just gets an extra Unbind, essentially. That's mm-hmm. the gay spawn thing. His artifact is the Knowing Eye, which, uh, start of my hero phase on a 4-up, I get a, c- a command point. Uh, I've got two more Great Brace Shamans, and then I have a Beast Lord with a Mutating Male Blade, which, uh, that is the gay spawn artifact that you have to give to someone. Yep. Uh, what that does is, uh, adds two to the damage characteristic of their weapon uh, that you select, uh, if they roll an unmodified hit roll of a one, uh, then they take a mortal. 
which okay. he gets to re-roll hit rolls of one anyway all the time. So it's with six attacks, he's, he can potentially pump out 18 damage just by himself. Then um, he's in the battalion, uh, the Desolating Beast, so, it's so six hit, uh, they explode. Yeah. So he can do a fuckload of damage if he needs to. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, he's only 90 points as well, but he can he can fucking take shit off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then uh, for my battle line, I've got uh, three units of 10 Ungor, a unit of 10 Gores, mm-hmm. uh, which they're just more of a tax unit. So either them or a chariot. Don't rate the chariot. I prefer, prefer extra bodies. Yep. Makes sense. Um, yeah. Then um, we've got 30 Best of Gores, just one block. They're fucking awesome. Well, they are the best of the Gores. They are. You're right. Uh, you know, four up save. Dickload of attacks, re-rolling. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, and then we've got 60 Ungor Raiders. I haven't worked out exactly which why I want to put some of these units, but there is 60 Ungor Raiders in the list. I'm happy with the amount of bodies. Uh, it's just that how the unit's going to be fielded, I'm not 100% sure. There is going to be yeah. one block of 30, and considering a unit of 20 and two units of 10, or just two units of 30. Yep. Haven't okay. decided just yet. Uh, and then there's six Bulgors. Right, just yeah. for... Just for a little extra punch. <clears throat> yeah, uh, these guys are pretty nasty. They so are. the army, when it was all uh, just goats, so all greyherd stuff, it was lacking uh, that sort of mop-up crew kind of unit. Yep. Uh, I was tossing up between a Gorgon. Now I'm like, nah, Gorgon's a shit. I prefer not to actually have a have a, um, a monster in my army. Yep. Then I was like, oh, I'll just add more Bestigor. And I'm like, no, no. No, because it's the same thing again. It's more bodies, but they don't really pack that extra punch when you need it. Yep. And then uh, the last option in my mind and in my collection was Bulldogs. I'm like, fuck yes, let's do it. Yep. They are shit, but because uh, they hit on fours, win on threes, right? What they do do is uh, they've got two attacks each, mm-hmm. fours and threes, next two, D3, da- uh, three damage each. See, that's a heavy hitter. It is, uh, and they do mortals as well on unified and modified sixes to wound. So then they've got an extra couple of attacks with their horns, but you know, shit, it's crap. Um, but yeah, still, as as quite of them is going to be capable of knocking a hole in something. Yeah, yep. well, that's thirty wounds of meat. Yep. Um, then to sort of sit back a little bit, and if something does get through, or if someone's sending in a big ass monster to try and alpha strike me. Then they can just counter punch it and take it off. Like I've had six bulls unbuffed take out the gash in a turn. Yeah, like it's not unheard of. Mm-hmm. Um, not unbray heard of. Oh, hey. I see what you did there. That's uh-huh. good. Uh, and then I've got the wildfire Taurus, which is the endless spell. The endless spell. I love which, that model. Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. And um, I saw this. I just can't not put it in a list. Yep. Uh, I don't care if I don't get it off. Like, if someone does have a, a Nagash or a Zenjami, I don't care if I don't get it. Fuck me. When it does go off and you set it up right, I, my entire army can potentially attack before yours. Yep. And, like, it, it sets up wholly within 12, moves another 12. It's got a big base. It's clipping everything. Yep. You know, it's doing D3 models or D6 if your unit's 10 or more models. Yeah. It, it's great um, for just picking off those extra couple of models out of a unit. Um, yeah, that attrition makes a huge difference over two or three turns. It really does. Yeah. It really does. Um, so, and then uh, all that is in the Desolating Beast Herd Battalion, which uh, when I'm a unit of mine is attacking, it uh, doesn't matter what phase, 
attacking, uh, if they're wholly within your territory, unmodified hit rolls are sixes, mm-hmm. are two hits. So Marnie's a one drop. Everything yep. gets that bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Bulgors, the best of Gores, Ungor Raiders shooting you. Yeah. Uh, they're great for sniping out little characters. Yeah. Yeah, just... Yeah, 30 shots every rolling ones and twos. And look, in an army like mine, my characters are not particularly resilient. Yeah, that's, that's essentially what I've got the raiders in there for. People are saying that uh, shooting's dead in the meta. I say it's not. Mm. I say it needs to come back and kill those models that deserve to die on the first turn, such as those little support heroes. Yeah. Oh, look, if if um, I was taking a Stormcast list, you can guarantee I would have shooting in that list. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So, so one or two units of Judicators or... Uh, yep. Yeah, I, I, love my, I love my Raptors. I like the Judicators. Yeah. And I like my Ballistas. They're swingy, but they're capable. They've got the range to, to do some damage. The, the truth is, you're never going to win a grind fight in the middle uh, if you can't help yourself by uh, shooting off one of those support heroes. Yeah. You know, people don't tend to rely on shooting as much these days because there's a lot more sort of teleport shenanigans in the game. Mm. But, oh, by the way, my entire army, except for the bulls, can come off the side of the board. That, so they've got the ambush Yeah, thingy. yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't really use it these days. I prefer to just sort of clump up in there on the objectives, but I do have that option up my sleeve and I probably will end up using it, yeah. I'd imagine, through Cancom. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's my army. Uh, it comes in at 2k on the nose. It's about 180 wounds. Mm-hmm. Um, there's about 160, 150 bodies. Yep. Um, so there's a lot of shit for you to get through. Like, it's all fragile as fuck, don't get me wrong. Um, but even so, you've still got to shift it. Yeah, and like I'm getting command points, so none of my stuff's running away for battle shock. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. What kind of bravery are you rocking on that? <laughs> uh, it goes four to six. Yep. From the Ungors to the best of yours, so mm-hmm. four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, then obviously, like in Battleshock phase, you got the um, the ten every ten models is an extra one. Yep. But they die in droves. Yeah. Uh, and that's actually one of the reasons why I was planning on splitting up one of those Ungor Raider units into units of ten. Yeah. Just so I've got those extra units that don't need to worry about Battleshock, I can protect my larger ones from getting alpha or something. Yeah. So that, that's the reason. I, I do lose a little bit of output. For shooting, but it's not a whole lot. Yeah. Okay. Oh, look, it sounds like a lot of fun. If it nothing is. else, um, played a few games of it. Yeah. Uh, I've, I think I've won a couple. Won a couple. Lost a couple. Yeah. Lost in a nail biter against Dalton the other day. Yeah. Uh, that was actually at your house. Was it? Yeah. Now, yeah. what was he running? Uh, he was running Moon Clan. Uh, yeah. So that's was, right. I was, was looking at those models. Off. It was yeah. Great. Uh, yeah. Halfway through the game, we're playing outside, and the wind fucking blew the mat over, and yeah. models been everywhere. I, we, I, I should have warned you about the wind. We're in an estate. We're at the top of a hill, and there's no trees. Yeah. And yeah. when the gust comes through, actually, uh, one of the colorbond panels from the neighbor's fence blew out the other day. Oh shit! Okay. So it gets it gets pretty hectic out there. Yeah. That's so why. That's why my hair always frosty. looks awesome. You know. <laughs> I just I go out there and I stare into the wind. You're lucky you got any left. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Between three kids and all this hobby. The windy house. Stressful, man. <laughs> Stressful as. House uh, and windy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, so that's my list. I think um, when I was playing Braidherd uh, prior to 2.0, uh, I was really in practice with him. I feel like I've just got a little bit more rust and I just need to tweak that this list a little bit more, just more units essentially. I think yeah. that'll work better. Work out your, your placement and what's mm. what's best where in, in each scenario. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
uh, which you only get through practice, don't you? And that's something that I've got to build on myself is understanding which uh, which battle plans naturally suit my army and which ones I'm going to have to work a bit harder and, you know, kind of massage things to, to do better. Mm. Um, so I'll be reading up on my General's Handbook and other things. To <laughs> well, try you're lucky because uh, all the battle plans have been announced for CanCon. Mm. So you only really have to focus on those six. Yeah. And then... Uh, you know, when you really want to get into it, you can look at those um, the realm stuff, yeah. And you already got a short list, so you kind of can really work around what's already been given to you, yeah. So, which is good. It is handy, yeah. Uh, and I think it makes sense, especially um, an event the size of CanCon. You don't want to you don't want to have shenanigans of let's roll off to what we're all playing now, because can you imagine across that many tables how ridiculous that would be? Oh. Yeah, so knowing ahead of time is a, a really, really good move. Um, mm. Obviously, isn't, this isn't you know their first rodeo. They know what they're doing in this, and I'm I could not be looking more forward to this event. I am absolutely pumped. Yeah, you know, I was I was stoked the other day. I was talking to uh, a friend and asking him, you know, what 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 did he think his uh, current build was as far as win loss ratio at Cancun? I said, and um, you know. Because I obviously can't count. I said, what do you reckon? It's a three and a two. And he goes, no, mate, six games. Went, oh, my weekend just got an extra game that I just didn't know about. More chances to go 50-50, mate. <laughs> That's it. So I was, I was stoked. Just the, that alone, six games across two days. I cannot wait. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I've never actually done six games in two days. No. Not, not in an event anyway. No. no. I've, I've played three games in a day. Yeah. That's a long day. It is a long day. Especially when you're playing 2K. Like playing 1K games, you can do five easy. Yeah, sure. No, but 2K games, yeah, it's a it's a slog, especially when you're drinking. Yeah, and, I think, yeah. Uh, was it before Masters, we were playing at Guff, I did four in a day, that fucking near killed me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's intense. <laughs> Absolutely intense. But I'm, I'm stoked. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, Damn. What's in your army anyway? My list. Yeah, I'll, I'm running uh, Nighthaunt. This is uh, a list that I've been slowly tweaking over the last few months, and I've gotten it to the point now where I'm I'm pretty happy with it. It's good. Yeah. I really, I really rated it as well. Yeah. Oh, thank you. It's um, yeah, it's it's probably the the most well considered list I've got, and having a chance to kind of play and make a minor adjustment here minor adjustment there has been really good my list is made up of general is knight of shrouds on steed he's so, a bit killy isn't he for like a small model yeah look he's not bad he's only six wound i think um but he's got his uh six up wound shrug uh, he's a four up save my whole army's bravery 10 i'm also running a battalion which is the execution squad one which is your yeah, Lord Executioner and um, three units of Spirit Hosts. So between the Executioner and the artifact I've put on him and that battalion, next to a hero, he's neg three to hit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Next to anyone else, he's neg two to hit. Not bad. Not bad, <laughs> yeah. So while ever he's within six inches of at least one of those Spirit Hosts, not wholly, but just within six inches... Um, he's he's plus one to hit himself, and he's neg one to hit against, um, because of the battalion. He's uh, sorry because of his war scroll. I can select an enemy hero at the start of a combat phase. 
that enemy hero is neg one to hit, not just against him, but against everyone for that combat phase. So he could be what? Potentially neg four? No, no, neg three. Oh, so neg, he's, he's right, one yeah, from the battalion. Sorry. He's one from his war scroll, if it's a hero. Yeah. Um, and then I've given him an artifact that just makes him neg one to hit. Nice. Always. Negs, negs to hit is pretty good. So my idea is that it, it just keeps him alive. Um, on top of that, he's got a five up wound shrug, naturally, instead of a six up. So he's a, he's a really good tank. That's the idea. Um, his damage output is so-so. Um, although, if you're rolling wounds of six, he gets an increase in damage by another two. So, you know, you damage a three, neg two rend or something. It's He's capable, anyway. And so, my idea is I just want him to stay alive and just be a pain in the ass. That's what he's there for. He does he's, sound like a prick. He is. He, he is there to be... Um, Annoying is the kind of thing you push up one side of the table and it just drags enemy units out of the fight to go and deal with him. Because otherwise, unchecked, he gets to move in and get close to a hero. Mm. That hero's not going to be able to hurt him. Now, it all falls down with magic, obviously. But You've still got your what, five up on him. Still got a five up. Um, and he's still got you know, five wounds, so... Hopefully it's enough to keep him on the table. Yeah. The rest of my army consists of uh, allied in two vampire lords on mounts and one necromancer. Smart. So those three models can all bring back summonable units, which are my spirit hosts. Uh, I've got two 20-man blobs of Grimgast Reapers and I've got two five-man squads of Hex Wraiths. So my Hex Wraiths, my spirit hosts and my Grimgast Reapers are all summonable can all be returned by either Vampire Lord and the Necromancer. So every turn, there is the potential for 24 returned models. Not relying on magic and not relying on command points. Just War Scroll abilities. It's pretty good. It is good. That's a lot of models to come back. Yeah. Um, now, it's obviously, it's trickier with Hex Wraiths and, and Spirit Hosts because they've got more wounds. Yeah. But the Grimgast Reapers, you just bring them back uh, pretty much D9 <laughs> per turn of Reapers. Uh, so You wouldn't have um, genuinely the Hex Wraiths in the army? The Hex Wraiths have actually been really interesting. Mm, I'm just thinking because Grimgast Reapers are pretty fucking good. Mm, mm. Any units are 20. So you can still fit another 20 Grimgast Reapers in your army, mate. I could. I could. Um, the Hex Wraiths are handy because of their uh, speed. Yeah. They're faster, obviously, than Grimgast. You've got mortal output too. So. They do. So they've also got Frightful Touch. Mm. So um, unmodified sixes are mortal output. Where they are good and how I've used them so far is to actually bring them in turn two or turn three. So, like, Stormcast, Nighthaunt can deploy at the end of a, a move. Yeah, use them to harass a poorly defended objective or kill that support hero up the back that's unguarded kind of thing. Pretty much, yeah. I like that. It's like an ace up your sleeve. Essentially, yeah. Yep. Um, and between the two squads means I can set them up opposite sides. I can set them all up together. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you why not just run a big unit at 10. But it's just yeah. for flexibility. Yeah, flexibility and um, being able to actually, because you need to deep strike them down, and have like a certain size bubble that you, they can actually fit. Exactly. So a unit of 10 is not going to be able to fit in a gap that a unit of 5 could. So. Yeah, especially if you've got someone who's positioned what you're after. Um, 
close to a table edge or something, mm. you just don't have the room to fit 10 cav bases there. You can't fit five usually. So yeah, but you know, they get they get the night haunt charge, they're summonable. Um, and the other trick I've got, night haunt trick, is that uh, you can, you've got a spectral summons. So with a command point, you can pick a unit from anywhere on the table and drag it to within 12 inches of your general. Yeah, right. My whole army aims to be disruptive and aims to replenish itself. So just to be that, you know, great, you took 10 models off this turn, they're all coming back. Yeah, pretty um, much guaranteed to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, while ever I can keep my heroes within the, the required distance of them, um, yeah, I've got a guaranteed ability to return. And what's handy is you use one hero to return stuff in one spot which then strings the models so that they're within range of the next hero who then can hit mm. that unit where they couldn't reach them before, that kind of stuff. So yeah. there are some shenanigans at play. Like um, and, and while ever your unit is in combat, means when you're returning models to that unit, they're immediately piled in. So it's kind of cool. I'm liking it. It's a good list. It's a fun it, list. It, it sounds good. Um, yet to play this incarnation of it. Because uh, what if you change... Uh, in, the, in its evolution? Uh, so, previously I was running um, Lady Alinda and I was running Coven Throne. Alinda I found to be not resilient enough. She'd get taken out turn one, maybe turn two, and just wouldn't have a chance to offer the support that is is her intention, and I think. like, for her points, which is 200 and something. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was a big distraction card effects, but... Kinda when you when you take her in a nighthorn army, you build your army around it. Yeah, you yeah. have to. Yeah, and you have to bubble wrap her significantly. Yeah. Um, and to me, it just yeah, her her effect was outweighed by her cost and outweighed by her wounds. Uh, mm. She's just not resilient enough to last. Eight or something. No, it's like six or seven. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Um. No more talk of mine. Oh, God, no. No, that's right. So uh, I took her out. I took out the Coven Throne, which I had allied in, which allowed me to bring in another vamp and a necromancer. Um, and that necromancer is also giving me the spell with the ability Dance to cover, yeah. yeah to, to um, select a unit to fight twice in a combat phase. So if you look at... That's invaluable. Yeah, that's really good. My two vampire lords and my knight of shrouds... All three of them have got the ability with a command point at plus one attacks. The Vamp Lords are spammable. Yeah. The Knight of Shrouds isn't. <sighs> can only do that once, but the other two are spammable. So So you could potentially have a unit of your 20 Grimgasts mm -hmm. piling in potentially three times. If they get the big charge. Yeah, if they get the big charge. Yeah. With plus X amount of attacks, X being how many command points have you got. Yeah, 20 Reapers, base two attacks each. Uh, so let's say they get plus three attacks, a big boy charge, and the double pilot. Yeah. Now, it's not an immediate pilot. It's just two activations. But um, that's still uh, 100 attacks. Yeah. Against anything with five or more models is re-rolling all hits. Yeah. Now, if you get the triumph, that uh, is a three or a four on the D3. Yeah. Uh, they're re-rolling wound rolls. There you go. Because <laughs> they, they're fours and threes, but they, they've... Um, re-rolling all hits, and if you're re-rolling wounds with 100 attacks... That's neg, a lot. Neg one rend. Yeah, I don't know, I can't do the maths that quick, but that would be upwards of 80 wounds or something going through. Probably more. 
probably more because you're a three up, so two thirds that you're going to get. So you're going to you're automatically going to get. Let's say you're re-rolling everything, you're still going to miss a few of the re-rolls at a four up, yeah. um, but you're going to get fifty percent, and then you get another fifty percent. So you're getting seventy five through there. So that's seventy five uh, hits. Seventy five hits. Yep. Then yeah. with your three ups, you're getting two thirds of that, so you're getting fifty. Yep. Fifty and then through. Another two-thirds of that again. Uh, which you're going to then get your uh, two-thirds and you're going to get another 16. Yeah. Um, so that's 66 out of your 100 you're going to get through at neg one. 66 wounds at neg that one. That sounds less than what I think it should be. Yeah. No, look, that's that's averages. It, that, that is just pure down-the-middle numbers. They, that, have, that, they have outperformed that significantly, though. For sure. Yeah. And look, I wouldn't... Be complaining with 66 wounds 66 save rolls yeah, yeah. um and, and it would be it's <laughs> a lot of dice it is a lot of dice yeah. um i'm looking forward to our chap off actually grim gas first best of course it's be good fun. they do the same amount of numbers and yeah you know, i'm buffing up their their attacks as well and they're fucking re-rolling shit and yeah yeah should be fun i i I'm stoked. It seems that um, 2.0 is a game of buffed blobs. Yeah. You say um, body, bodies win it. Um, as much as it pains me to say it, it's uh, the Death Star meta at the moment. So mm-hmm. how many buffs can you put on a unit? Yep. Uh, and how much can they kill? Yeah. And that generally, uh, if it's high numbers that they can kill, but it's normally winning your games, really. Yeah. Well, if they're gonna if they're gonna take a really big slice out, you now that's obviously offset by some legions of Nagash stuff that can bring shit back. Yeah. Um, but in those cases, I think you're probably targeting the wrong thing. Mm. If you're targeting the things that are just going to come back, you've spent all this stuff hugely buffing out this unit. You probably need to be putting it against the guys who are causing the the shenanigans not the bodies i agree and like if your list doesn't have a, a unit or two that can fly or a unit or two that can shoot yeah you're in for a world of hurt when you're up against like a legion and the gash army because mm. all you're killing is replenished units yeah that's right yeah uh, it's a huge grind you know one thing i'm also noticing is yeah bodies win battles but that also comes through when you play to the objective because a lot of bodies on an objective even if you are using them just to block out the space, that's fantastic. Mm. Uh, that's a and you know my game against Pat, I had twenty reapers and a vampire lord sitting on my objective the whole game who didn't get into the fight. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, <clears throat> that's nuts. I just left him there just in case he broke through my lines. Um, just wasn't the case, was it? <laughs> no, he didn't get there. Um, but so yeah, so that win was with. You know, a third of my army sitting back there. Hear that, Pat? <laughs> you got wrecked by that's, two-thirds of a night one. So there's nothing against you, Pat. <laughs> no, it's everything against him. Let's <laughs> <laughs> if, if you can hear this in lockup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, um, I'll send a link through to the uh, officers on duty and they can put it over the PA for you, mate. <laughs> Just for you. I'll be burning toilet rolls in the aisles. You yeah. just wait and see. It's like that scene in Tango and Cash when they're walking them through. There's shit everywhere. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. I love me some 80s action. It's pretty good shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Let's go predictions. Mm. So a realistic prediction mm. and 
what you're expecting. Yeah. Well, what you're aiming for, rather. Okay. Uh, this is for CanCon, obviously. For CanCon, so out of six games? Yeah, so we, do, we won't go actual placings, unless if you want to say I want to get like top 20 or whatever. Nah, not out of that many people. No, for me, I'm going to go on win-loss ratio. Yep. Uh, I, with my build and with the amount of experience I got, I'm going to say it's a three and three. Okay. That's, um, um, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit for that, but that, that's a, that's a realistic and a wholesome sort of uh, humble approach. Yeah. What, what I will, I'll be aiming for four, uh, four and two. Um, but realistically, I, I, I think I would be happy leaving the weekend on three and three. Yep. With the amount that I played this particular list, I think it's a good list, um, but it, it has some weaknesses, and um, one of the main weaknesses being I don't have that many spells up my sleeve. My Vampire Lords don't have War Scroll spells. They've only got um, Mystic Shield and Arcane Bolt. Right. Because they're allied, so I can't pull... Yeah, you can't give them extra ones. No. So I get the Unbinds, which is great, but that that's probably one area where it's weaker and i think that that could potentially cost me it ends up you know who who, who i go up against ha- though. having unbind isn't weak having uh no real spells isn't such a bad thing anyway no <clears throat> because uh with the change to mystic shield in 2.0 that works on night corners we're all aware mm, so mm. they're actually still buffing your army yeah they can i guess it's just those you know other and, oh, and we are playing in the realms you do get the realm sphere spell yeah, which is going to be great. So, you know, I'm familiar with some of them, but, you know, so, like, like uh, a fireball. Yeah, love yeah, love yeah. me a fireball. Yeah, yeah. so fireball and um, I think you get Shield of Thorns, which would be fucking gnarly on a unit of the Gringo. Actually, yeah. any night. Yeah. That'd be fucked. Yeah, it'd be yeah. awesome. So, yeah, they're going to be good for that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll keep those in mind for that. that. That's probably the one thing that I look at it and I go, I don't have any Night Haunt Wizards, so I don't have any Night Haunt Spells, because the Nighthorn spells are all right. Um, I just don't have any. Um, you don't need them when you got Grimgar's Reapers pouring out your ears, you know. Yeah, <laughs> they are really good. Fuck, I just wish they'd stand up. Those fucking things. And wait their bases down. I will. I will be. Yeah. Well, I've got a lot of easy built, so it means I've got to grind out the fucking bottom oh. of them to stick a washer. Oh, they got the slotted base. Yeah. yeah, fuck that. Um, I've got some movement trays sorted, which are magnetized, so. Uh, I've been I've been attaching some magnets to the bottom of them, so I can no, I can do that. Yeah. Um, I pretty much run them in rows, two rows, because they got two inch range. So yes, both fine. both of them hit. Yeah, they can they can reach straight through. So which is which is really good. So um, I got to get a little better on my pile in. That's for sure. But I'll get there. You you still are new, remember? Yeah, you haven't even played for six months. No. So I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's all, it's all a bit of practice, mate. Yeah. What about you? Where, what do you think your your box gonna do? Uh, I'm expecting four and two. Yep. Uh, three and three if I get really unlucky matchups. Yep. Uh, which can happen. Mm. Um, but we'll say we'll say four and two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in the top ten, so five and one. Yep. Going for it. Going for it. Good on you. Uh, if I can win all six, then I'll take that. Yep. But. If I don't win all six, well, even if I did, I'll probably uh, come bottom of the undefeateds. So there's yep. going to be a few players just because my army it does have the tabling capacity. Yeah, seems kill points as a secondary. Yeah, um, 
that's going to hinder my army a little bit. Because you're likely to lose quite a lot. Even if you get a major win, you're uh, going to lose a lot so of models. It's not I'm losing, it's what I'm killing. Mm. Uh, I do have killing power in the army. There's just not enough of it compared to a lot of the other armies that are out there. Yep. Uh, what it does have, though, is the, is the durability uh, in the bodies. Yep. Uh, so it comes down. Yeah, yeah. With, with this army, with like a Brayherd army, you have to really sort of think about positioning. Um, yep. I like to use this little analogy uh, for uh, if anyone's played Blood Bowl before, I uh, played them like an elf team. Um, so what elves are in Blood Bowl is uh, they're like the real fragile army. You don't want to be stuck punching the other opponent with them. Yep. Um, what you want to be doing is like retreating out of combat, yep. uh, moving the fuck away mm-hmm. onto objectives to go get that gold, but mm. uh, and then come in with one of your heavy hitters. Uh, yeah. Like, one, maybe two units at a time, and then just go fucking whack and try and do some damage there. Kind of a bait and switch, you know, yeah, you yeah, sort of yeah, bring, yeah. Bring, bring your weaker stuff up, drag the enemy in, bring them back, take an objective, bring your heavy hitters in that maybe your opponent was avoiding. Correct. Um, yep. you'd, you'd bring them in a bit closer. It's a good tactic. It um, is, um, yeah, and it, it's fast as fuck. So yep. if you're charging me off an objective, chances are next turn, if you don't kill that unit, they're retreating. Around you, yeah. onto it. Like my my just all my gores, mm-hmm. all my goats can move sixteen inches. Yeah, a turn. That's crazy. It is like that's with a run roll of a six, but yeah, still. basically moving ten plus d six a turn. Yeah, like can all run and charge. Right. So I'm hoping that that throws a couple of people off at KingCon. The reason why the army is off the cuff is mm. uh, because I've got no zinch, no zangor in my army. Yep. So people. It's, it's a pretty known fact now that uh, Enlightened, yep. so they're the uh, dudes in, with combat sticks uh, on the discs. Yeah, I've, I've played against them. Yeah, like they're fucked, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they got better in the new book. Yep. Um, and they can be taken in another allegiance other than Zinch. Yep. Uh, so now you've got a combat-focused, a combat-orientated army with mm. combat buffs. Yep. and spells and all that shit to yep. then buff them to be even better. Yeah. So they are really good. And I, when I said when I'm bagging people out online for taking enlightened, it's not because I think they're shit. I think they're really good. I just think you need to get better as a player yep. and take some other stuff because I know for a fact I'm practicing against enlightened. I know for a fact that everyone else is going to be playing against enlightened and we'll throw every other net list in there as well. Yeah. Yeah, you're not doing yourself any justice by playing what's the most popular army. Yeah, well, look, I've, I've played two games now against uh, just Zinch um, with Enlightened. Uh, and, yeah, they've torn me a new one, frankly. Yeah. Um, they're, they're fucked. Yeah. They're absolutely ridiculous. Even in a Zinch army, they're good. Mm. In a Beast of Chaos army, they're even better. Yeah, that's, that's insane. It yeah. is. Um, I've, I've got a couple of armies I haven't played against at all yet. Um, so I've never played against the Seraphon. I've never played against the Sylvaneth. And I've never played against Ideneth. Um, Cam, if you're listening, NC Dave is challenging you to a game. Need a game. Yeah. Um, against the fish people. Against the fish people. Uh, I think I've played against pretty much everything else at least once. Um but yeah, um, there'd be a few fringe factions like without battle times that you haven't played against. Yeah, more yeah. than likely stuff that I, I'm not thinking of at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I have played Chorfs, so I guess that's something. Yeah, that is something. <laughs> uh, have you 
played against Iron Jaw. Have you played against any Destruction? Oh, yeah, there's that allegiance. <laughs> yeah, there's that whole uh, fucking black hole thing that no one uh, acknowledges. These no, days. actually, I haven't played against a single Destruction army at all. That's fucking sad. Not, not for you, but for, yeah, just in general. That's fucking sad. Well, it's a it's a quarter of the game that's getting just avoided. Yeah, we will uh, be touching on destruction a mm. little bit. Yes, we just yeah, keep dropping these little breadcrumbs. Yeah, yeah. yeah follow I'm follow excited. us down the rabbit hole. I'm and, excited to talk about that. Uh, get destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get um, get ravaged. Ravaged. Was ravage a, an Rav- event? Was it? Yeah. Mm. Ravaged. No, there was one <laughs> of the names you came up for. Oh me? Yeah. Oh, I don't listen to anything I say. Yeah, I don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm equal parts genius and fool, you know. Thanks for genius. <laughs> half a, half, half a, one. Half. yeah. Half of the shit I say is genius. The other half is just absolute twaddle. Then all the people in the middle don't know the difference. Yeah, well, that's that's how I've made it through life so yeah. far. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into a bit of hobby prep. Tell me all about how you have prepared your farm animals for combat. <laughs> so um, I had, uh, like two weeks ago, I had like you know, 150-odd models that I needed to paint. I'm now over 100 models painted. Uh, yeah, which is pretty exciting. Um, today I finished up my Beast Lord and I also finished up 10 Gores. Smashing it. I am pretty happy with how they've come out. I was going to say you look tired. Yeah. I've <laughs> been working two jobs the last few days. So. Now I'm here drinking piss. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, yeah. Um, These are the rewards of a successful career. Correct. You could say that. <laughs> but um, now nah, I've painted up, I did a massive batch of 70 Ungor. Mm-hmm. Um, that, was a, that was a fucking struggle. Yeah. But, you know. Thank fuck for whoever invented the airbrush, is all I can say, because that saved a lot of time with base coats. Mm. So, um, Well, I think it was a Frenchman, a Pierre Airbrush. <laughs> yeah, Dutch origin. You're probably right. <laughs> I might be. I might just be making it up. This yeah. might be one of those moments where I'm a fool rather than a genius. <laughs> it still sounds legit either way. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I've done, um, over the last two weeks, I've painted up. 70, 81 models. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I already had uh, 21, 22 painted up. Oh, no, plus in the bulls. So it would be yeah, 28, 28 models already done. So between the 28 and the 71, uh, which is 99. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're yeah. two-thirds there. Yeah. Uh, I've got uh, 30 Bestigore to do. Yep. A couple of heroes. And I think that's it. Yeah, nice. I've already done the Hearthstone. I've already done the um, the Flaming Bull, right. the Flaming Angus. You should shoot it in. Like, yeah. With the few weeks we've got left. Like. Well, uh, see, my deadline's before CanCon. Uh, my deadline is uh, SmorganCon. Of course, because they have the same uh, painting requirement yeah. as CanCon. Don't they? Yeah, so that's been uh, put me on the thumb a little bit. But I'm glad because I've got Toronto here to make and stuff. Um, I've already got the display board, which I'll touch up and repaint to... Uh, what the bases actually are now. Yep, yep. Because I've changed that up a little bit. But um, my hobby progress has been going really well for CanCon. And yep. like it, it, it has been a grind so far. It still will be. But I'm looking at um, yeah, finishing those best of all by the end of next week. Yep, fantastic. Mm. 
Brilliant. Yeah, I'm, um, I decided a, about a week or two ago that I would entirely repaint all of my Nighthorn. Mm. So they've all been re-sprayed and re-primed. Um, so I'll do that. On top of that, uh, I'm building uh, two display boards for fellow measured gamers. Lazy uh, um, I've already finished a third one. <laughs> Uh, so that's been delivered. So, yeah, three doing their terrain as well. Yeah, doing their terrain as well. Um, so it's three bits of terrain and a display board, and I, you know, I don't half-ass it. These are pretty detailed <laughs> display boards. Well, uh, the terrain that you did for the bush bash was yeah. um, you know, testament to what you can do. They look shit hot. Yeah. So these are these are two foot by two foot display boards with unique pieces of terrain all tied together yeah so there's three I've three for measured guys one for myself so four display boards in total one of them's finished uh, on top of that i'm also painting uh daughters of cane army for a fellow measured gamer and yeah <laughs> he does not pick up a paintbrush but i've done his uh, sorry does this bloke ah, fuck, tristan yeah this <laughs> is tristan we're talking about tristan we're talking about tristan so you pay up his army, and you're also doing a display board and terrain for him as well, yeah? I did his display board, his terrain, and I'm painting his army, correct? You're going to play the fucking army for him too? I don't know how to play daughters. That's not hard. You just push him forward. And <laughs> two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a hag queen and a hag brew, and that just wins you the match, doesn't it? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> We're talking about Death Stars earlier. That's, yep. um, that's what makes daughters so good. Yeah. Is uh, so simple buffs, so easy to get off and uh, to apply. Yeah. And it's... Yeah, they go to every unit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any unit in your army can potentially be a Death Star. It's fucked. That's, yeah. that's why they're so good. Anyway, yeah. that's... that's uh, but I'm enjoying painting them for what that's worth. Um, painting a lot of butts, which is funny. I've finished his Marathis, um, and they came out all right. So I've got his, uh, his cauldron to do, and then about 90 or 100-odd soldiers. Um, yeah. So I've got, uh, I've got 20 or so sitting on my desk at the moment, and he's... Slowly uh, delivering me models, just, 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 just bit by bit. Yeah, yeah, so doing that. The other display boards I'm doing um, have been really interesting. I've got to do a little village for Luke, for his army, for his uh, Nagash army, or a, well, just a general death army, I guess it is. I'm not Use sure what it is. Yep. Um, <laughs> but his uh, his one's coming together pretty well. Pat wants a board, so. Useless fuck. So Pat's getting a board. I think he snapped his previous board uh, <clears> at <throat> the club championships. Yeah, I think that's, that is what happened to it, yeah. So I think he, he saw Tristan's board and was happy with that, so he's decided he wants a board too. And then I'll, I'll probably try and put one together for myself at some point, but prior to CanCon too. Um, obviously, you would know I have a lot of terrain already yeah. built, so I'll be recycling a fair bit of that oh, for my for board. Sure. You'd have um, to. Yeah. You don't want to give yourself too much of a workload. Nah, no. Nah. You know, two 2,000 point army lists to paint as well as four display so boards. Who's, who's the fool that resprayed his army to repaint? <laughs> They're going to look a lot better. Yeah, you could have done that after everything else. Yeah, I could have. But, you know, <laughs> but, this, I but I didn't. Um, along with a couple of other hobby projects that have just smashed in there in the middle. Yeah. Nothing to do with AOS, so... It's a good time. I'm, I'm glad I finished Red Dead Redemption 2. That's now that's off my off my desk. So that's, free up a bit of time. that's one job done. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's a good thing. So yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking busy time, man, no doubt. But uh, I, I love painting and I love making terrain, so um, I don't complain too much about this kind of stuff. It's good fun. It's good fun. 
sounds like we've both got our hands full. Yeah. Especially you. Yeah. I, I, I've already done the bulk of the shit, so yeah. My new paint scheme for my army is pretty simple. And um, the Daughters of Cain army, other than the heroes and a couple of big items, everything else is getting a fairly basic treatment. Mm. Um, so it's all he deserves. Truth well, is. They're, they're very intricate models, so I, I can't afford the time it's going to take to really go into detail on every last witch elf. Um, all, all you need to do is, for kink on any way is just base coat everything and shade it. Seriously. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, they're, they're, they're coming along well. They're, they'll look, they will look good. Yeah. Um, so that's I, I take some pride in I what I'm doing. A, did say a test model that you did look pretty good. Yeah, it came up came up all right. Uh, Tristan was happy with the color scheme. Um, so it's, he fucking should be. Oh so, <laughs> <laughs> well, look, he's he's paying for it. So you know, I, I try to keep customer happy, but it's something that I like to do alongside playing. You know, started up a website for terrain and happy to do commission painting and stuff. Just want to give that a shameless plug right now. While we're there's no shame in it. No, it's um, <laughs> if you go to wargamer.com.au. Com. Where's my stubby holder? Wargamer. Just look it up. Um, custom built terrain. But I also do display boards and commission painting and stuff. So, yeah, look, there's a few blogs on there. There's plenty of photos. There's plenty of stuff for sale. So feel free to get on there and get in touch if you want. Uh, Buy something all in particular. the terrain before CanCon. So then he has to make his own. <laughs> uh, that would... That, that would suck. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, anyway. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Not really. That's nah, it's all right. <laughs> so, you, you, as you said, you enjoy doing it. I do, yeah. So, it's not like it's um, such a, a big task that you have to do, you know? No. Nah, well, you, you've seen my hobby room. I sit there. I chuck the TV on. Um, yeah. I can just paint or glue or whatever I'm doing, you know, sniffing a lot of fumes and it's great. You know, I've watched, I've watched a shit ton of movies over the last couple of weeks, man. Bit, yeah, it has been it is a glorious time. Tell you what, just touching on that, the whole uh, sniffing blue thing. Yeah, uh, I got to finish painting, uh, putting together uh, some Ungor Raiders the other day. It was the first time I've actually assembled models in a very long time that haven't required super glue. Yeah. So I was loving it. It was like a smell that I never knew I missed. Yeah. 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 I do. I, I'm. Yeah. It's I do love shit. I do love the smell of super glue. That's true. Uh, uh, plastic cement for me. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. no, I like I like the proper Tarzan's grip. Oh yeah. Yeah, give me that. Mm. Absolutely. Just... So there's this um, this product called Zip Kicker. Mm. Zap Kicker depends on. There's a couple of different brands. Basically, it's a CA accelerator. So, done. Use it with super glue, and it makes shit dry super quick. Oh yeah. Like instantaneous. Yeah. And that smells amazing. I just use uh, baking soda. Yeah, that works too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this stuff, uh, it's got warning labels all over it. Like, this can give you cancer. Uh, it's, it's the same with your, um, like your polyfiller foam yeah. shit. I was going to carve some hills and stuff out of it until I read all the shit on the can. I went, you know, I, I don't need this in my life. Yeah, yeah I'm a smoker, so something's going to fucking kill me someday. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to go one way or another. It's just a matter of you know, how much yeah. how much help you give yourself. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm here for a good time, not a long time, mate. <laughs> That's it. Um, let's kick on from hobby. Is there anything else you want to talk about on the hobby side of things? Have you played any good games that yeah, you want to I talk have, about? Yeah, I have played some good games. Um so, yeah, versus Dalton's Moon Clan the other day. Uh, he got a minor win over me on, uh, what was it, like a knife to the heart. Yep. 
so that was that was a nail biter. That came down like the last turn, and I was really pushing his objective and fucking fanatics, man. Is all I can say. They're they're yeah. really good. They're the ones who just pop out of the yeah unit with the at ball random. And yeah, and just fucking yeah nuts. very cool. Yeah, very so cool. they they fucked my turn. I hit everything with it, with my bull. Yep. And then I had like three quarters of my army still alive, just ready to pounce. And yeah. then his fanatics tied up all of my units. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's rough. It is rough, yeah, yeah. but yeah, shit. Yeah, it's part of the game. Yeah, I do like them. I do like the concept of them that they're hidden away amongst a, a unit, and then they bang pop yeah. out, and they're just batshit crazy. Moon, Moon Clan as a whole are a really cool faction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that sort of segues us to what we were hinting on talking about earlier, wasn't it? Let's talk about it. Let's I'm, fucking I'm talk about it. Desperate to talk about this. I'm really pumped about it. If you've been following along with any of the Measured Gaming Twitter accounts um, or members' accounts, you've already gotten wind of this thing. But for those of you who haven't, for those of you who enjoy your time under the rock that you live under, <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's, let's, let's talk about it. It. What are we calling it again? Uh... Rampage or Ravager or I, I don't think we've actually come up with a name yet. Nah, there were some pretty good names in there, yeah. weren't there? I'm not going to scroll yeah. back through the chat. It was Battle fucking a week ago. Or, uh, uh, basically, what it is, right? So uh, the the brains behind measured gaming, uh, mainly myself. <laughs> I'm only my brains there. Kid, kidding, obviously. With brains. Yeah. <laughs> brains. Brains. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so a picture, a narrative driven match play event, all battles to be fought in Gur yeah. with the wandering monsters and all that shit with only destruction allegiances. I can't wait. You know, from Bush Bash, which had not a single destruction army in attendance. Yeah. To a destruction only event. Yeah. Something needs to be done. And I think something like this needs to happen. Yeah. I think more of this sort of shit needs to happen as well. So it is a match play event. So we will be fighting on match play battle plans or maybe even custom battle plans depending on how far we want to go into it. Yeah, but we depending are, on that narrative. We yep. are looking to drive the narrative sort of thing pretty heavily. Mm -hmm. um, so we want to be fighting over one piece of gear. Uh, we want to have it inclusive. We want it to be comical as well. So, yeah, destruction's a joke, so we thought we may as well uh, make a joke in the narrative as well. Absolutely. It's got to be entertaining, <laughs> and it will be entertaining. It, it will be, yeah. yeah. If anyone has read the, 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 the club history in the Bush Bash booklet, the, but yeah, the, the, uh, the it'll, booklet. Be, it'll be the same vein as that, I'd imagine. Yeah, there's a fair chance of that. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, we're going to be doing our research as well. Uh, so, we're, we're really driving this. We're going to be asking everyone to like, write up stuff about their army too. And uh, there will be points based on narrative. Yeah, yeah. Um, We've talked about a few things initially in that, you know, um, limitations on actual named characters and things yeah, in, in lieu we, of some narrative. Um, so everyone's more than welcome to take the War Scroll for, like, Gordrak, yep. for example, but you can't call him Gordrak. You have to write him as someone else in your narrative. Yeah, he still gets all the same Yeah, shit. all the same shit. Yeah. Uh, so War Scroll doesn't change... Uh, it's just that you're calling him something else in yep. like the paragraph or two that you write for your army. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really want it to be narrative driven uh, in that sense for a bit of fun. 
Yeah, and that's what this one is is all about, that kind of kooky, destruction, chaotic fun. Yeah. yeah. So it, it'll be a, a two-day event, mm -hmm. uh, probably six rounds. Yeah, well, let's see how CanCon goes, if, if yeah. they can do it. I think six, six rounds would be great. Yeah. Six rounds over a weekend uh, with a bar serving Battle Brew, mm -hmm. fucking right next door. Yeah. Well, like in the same venue, but literally... Through a, through a doorway. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, we are looking at a date of... Uh, it is... Oh, fuck, what's the... Uh, grand final weekend. Yeah, so... For uh, uh, AFL this year. That's the last year. last weekend in September? I think so, yeah. We'll be here in Bendigo. Grand final weekend. Now, it's going to knock some people out, but for those... So, so be it, you know. We, um, we are going to do our best to have the game... Well, we're we're at a we're at a bar like a pub. Yeah, uh, it's got pogies and shit. So it'll be up on the screens anyway. Yeah. So you'll still get to watch it. Yeah. So get the best of both worlds. Get your hobby on. Watch your footy. Have a few drinks. Have a good laugh. Playing a world first event. Well, yeah. Let's let's set the tone here. Yeah. This is Look, good fun. One, one reason for the weekend, um, like for the dates, is uh, Victoria has the Friday off. I think everyone else in the country has the Monday off. So it's a long weekend. Yeah. No, no matter which way you look at it. Yeah. Yeah. For all Australians, it's a long weekend. Um, you know, it gives you that extra day travel either side. You know, and there's plenty of time to plan logistics around. Um, you know, giving you nine months out. Yeah. Exactly. Heaps of heaps of time to get your army sorted. Mm. Um, well, um, you know, we're going to be touching on this in a sec, but my one of my goals for next year is to actually collect, build, and paint a destruction army just for this event. Yeah, yeah, and I've got to uh, second that because I'll be doing the same thing, yeah. yeah. Um, fuck it, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. What are you doing? I am doing uh, Beast Claw Raiders. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. What yeah. are you going to do for your monster? Your wandering monster? Uh, I don't know. What, what can I take? Oh, like a Gargan. Oh, I'm going to restrict it to destruction only. Oh, fuck it. It'll be a Gargan. Absolutely, it'll yeah. be a Gargan then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'll, I'll bring some ogres into it, um, but yeah, just expect to see a whole lot of ugly, fat pricks up on big, hairy behemoth things running around and charging. It's going to be heaps of fun. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, as you should be. Yeah. Now, I don't know what Destruction Army is going to be released from now until then. Hmm. Um, like, there's obviously Moon Clan. Yeah, uh, you have to expect some kind of goblin, wouldn't you? Yeah, so um, there will be a few armies with a battle tome, uh, and then there might be another one or two released, because I'm pretty sure they've said that next year, they being GW, or at least people on the internet, <laughs> have yep. said that uh, 2019 will be the year of destruction. Oh, they're going to have to do something. They need to do yeah. something. Um, but I think they're going to go around the same route as Legions of Nagash, with just releasing an all-inclusive battle tome. Yep. Um give you a whole heap of options and shit, which will be fine still. Uh, yeah. Destruction will still work. That um, works. But what makes a destruction only uh, event work so well is armies um, like your Beast Claw Raiders who aren't doing so well competitively at the moment yeah. have a really good fucking chance of doing well. Well, it does. It it actually evens out the playing field a fair bit. That, 100%. Um, meta changes uh, so much Yeah. because you're, you're taking out all the... Daughters of Cain, all the Nagashes, all the Stormcast. Yeah. And you're literally playing with armies that are winning like 30% of their games yep. in total. Yeah. 
Yeah, and how exciting is that? Because all of a sudden, the standard of those armies gets to bump up a few levels and become competitive. A tournament with a destruction army. They have to. <laughs> guaranteed. Yeah, absolutely guaranteed. <laughs> um, I can't wait. I'm I'm really excited, uh, especially as we you know sort of touched on earlier. I haven't played against a single destruction army. I did I did make an attempt at one point to play um, against Pete. Uh, I just I ran out of night on that particular night. My game with I think I was playing against Tristan at the time. Went oh, on too yeah. long and he, he fucking slow played you. He did. Fucking Tristan. <sighs> Can't believe it. Yeah, we're talking worst sports in Australia. Yeah. Pat, I don't think Pat deserves that title. Uh, <laughs> geez, I can't. I can't believe he took an hour and a half to you know have dinner. It just sucked. Fucking like talk about a long break. <laughs> <laughs> it's like telling your missus you're going out to the shop to buy some milk and never going back. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Go down to the pub instead or something. Yeah, <laughs> to all the single mothers out there. Um, no, all the good fun, Tristan. I'm enjoying doing all this work for you. The money. <laughs> <laughs> the money's good. The money's good. Is he paying you in peanuts like he does, does me? No, I hope he's paying me in dollars. <laughs> Maybe monopoly dollars. <laughs> Fingers crossed. He is a Jew. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Will I cut that bit? Alright, <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, destruction, fucking destruction, beast claw What are you doing? What's your destruction going to be? I'm still um, sure. Oh. Um, I'm still undecided. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to do maybe Iron Jaws. Yeah. Uh, I like the models. Kinda. I yeah, I, I was I was <laughs> looking at orcs at one point. And I was kind of I actually was stuck smack bang between iron jaws and bone splitters. I was looking at them going, I kind of like them both, mm. but I don't love either one. No, yeah, like maybe iron jaws, mm. uh, just because they got like newer cool models. Yeah, um, plus but e- even then they're still not. You can get a cabbage. I'm not a big fan of the cabbage. That's that's the thing. Like it's yeah, mm, yeah fucking cabbage, and then uh, I'm not a big fan of the the yard boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, See, so if I was to get them, I would actually kit bash them with the regular orcs. Yeah, uh, and have them all helmetless. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yep. I reckon the helmets look like garbage. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, so I don't know if I want to do green skins. Uh, I was toying with a, a troll list. Oh yeah. So yep. trogoths. Trogoths. Yeah. Yep. So there was like twenty odd trogoths of hag from Forge World and um, yep. some. Some form of battle line. Yep, yeah, bunch of nasty shit. Yeah, yeah, just for something a bit different. Yeah. Um, if if I could if I could get my hands on the models at a reasonable price, I'd go at Gutbusters because I really like the idea of a Gutbusters army. You know, with the man eaters and the butcher and the tyrant and the whole lot. But they're such old models. Yeah, they um, unfortunately got stuck with that whole uh, tight rank and file pose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they just, do. It's not the best. Nah, I, I would love to see the models updated because if, if they updated those that particular line, um, you know, I would I would want to play them. Mm. Um, you, you could um, kit bash or convert uh, the Ogrens from the 40k uh, Astro Militarum range. That's true. So I did that with my Ogre Blood Bowl team was I used them because they had better poses than the... But they're the same price for three as they are for six yeah, ogres, aren't are they? Yeah, they are more expensive. They're kind of the same price as like um, what are the what iron are the, guts. the iron guts? That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. But I'm they excited to make the the scrap launcher and stuff too. I've got some scrap launchers at home, so um, they're good fun. Yeah, 
I don't know, if you wanted a hobby project, because I know you like converting stuff, like all, yeah, all do, your yeah. vampires, for example, are converters. Yeah, so necromancer. my necromancer and, and both my vampires are entirely kit-bashed. Yeah. Um, because I hate the... I don't hate the Necromancer model. I just had one left over from the Mortis engine because I built it into a Coven Throne. But um, that on a base and you laugh. Yeah, which, which I did. <laughs> I, I carved a little um, pillar for him to stand on because his cloak looks like it's going down steps. And I cut the book off the front of the Mortis engine and grabbed one of the Banshee swooshy bits. And so it looks like there's a book flying around him and took some skulls on his stick and went, you know what, fuck it. There you go. And he looks all right. Yeah. Um, my two vampire... Lords worked out all right. Yeah, oh, I, got, I reckon they look good. I got to cut up some old storm cars for some bits and made a cape last night out of uh, um, very, very dense but flexible foam. Okay. So the cape is actually soft right. on the second one, but uh, glued in such a way that it's creased to look like it's blowing in the wind. Hmm. Yeah. Clever. Yeah. I never thought of using foam for a cloak. Yeah, and uh, I used insulation foam for his feet. I carved feet last night while I was watching. Uh, I was watching Iron Man two. I forgot how good that is. That's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like it. I watched it again last night. No, it's good. Better than the first. Is that the one with Mickey Rourke in it? Yeah. Yeah, that is a good movie. Yeah, I think that one was good. I I, I remember not liking it that much, but watching it last night, I was like, no, nah, new appreciation. Yeah, it's pretty good. There you go. So yeah, and I carved little feet. Vampire sized feet. Out of insulation foam, yeah. I'm going to have to paint them in a base coat before I spray the model. Otherwise, they'll melt. The fun of kit bash. So, yeah. But it come up good anyway. That's so, good. Um, yeah, I, I do. I like kit bashing. Kit yeah. bashing is good fun. So I've got no idea what I want to take. It's, yeah, tossing up. Sorry, bringing this back to where we were talking. Yeah, sorry. Yep. We did get derailed a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to do a new army when it comes out because I'll just be like, oh, Fucking, you're just bandwagoning. Yeah, it will be. Um, so I want to do an already established army. That's always a requirement of my my army choices. I never like jumping on the latest thing. Like Beast of Chaos was different because I've already already had it. I was already playing with it. Yeah, that was more getting a battle tome yeah. um, to kind of align the army you already have. Mm. That just makes good sense. Same, same goes for Slanesh as well. You know, mm. Playing them flat out without a tome. And then... I, I, I define it like I've got nothing against people jumping on a, an army that's good because you know if they want to collect that army because it's good then so be it. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just find it funny all the people flocking to Slanesh. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. Well, that new box set yeah. um, has got some really interesting models in it. It's got some. It's got some cool stuff. Great models. Yeah. Um, I do want them in my collection, but I don't rate them. Yeah. Uh, I think the Enrapturous is. She's situationally um, good. It's the harp one? Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's the harp, harp chick. Yeah. Uh, man harp chick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so she's got some cool rules, but yeah, she's 120 points and she's a five wound hero with a five up save. Sounds like Nighthorn. Yeah, <laughs> but she doesn't have a ignore rend or yep. uh, any after save yep. save. Yep, So I kind of find her to be a waste yeah, but that's just my personal opinion. Like she does have uses, but um, then the fiends are good, but they they were announced at 180 points for the three. Yep, which uh, it's not as high as what they could have been, 
but it's definitely not as low as what I wanted them to be. I wanted them to be 160. Yeah. But they're 180, which uh, that 20 points when you're making that unit a unit of nine, like that's an extra 60 points. That's another Herald. Yeah. Um, Especially if you're not getting that discount, which is one thing I do like when you start running things at those max levels and they give you that points discount. Yeah, they don't get it. No. No. Um, with Slanesh, in my opinion, uh, the best way to run the army, like I, I feel like I've been playing them long enough, I can see what's the best, mm. uh, is hero-heavy fucking hammers, hammer and tong sort of army. Yeah. And the fiends don't earn depravity points because they're not heroes. Right. So, you know, you're putting 500 odd points into a unit of nine, which aren't really generating any depravity and... It's 500 points not really doing a whole lot. Yeah. That was a quarter of your army. Yeah. It's not contributing in the same way. Like, granted, they've got, like, neg one, you can make that neg three to hit. Yep. Um, and they've got neg one to wound when they're four or five plus models. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like them. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think they're going to be, like, the uh, the fucking, what are they, the enlightened, mm-hmm. the Slanesh. Yep. Like, everyone's going to want to take them. Yep. Uh, I just find that there's... Even without a battle tome, there is more tools at your disposal which are better. Yep. Suited to Slanesh. Yep. And what rules they've got at the moment. What about from the point of view? I, I think I read it might have been White Dwarf or online um, Games Workshop put out a piece <coughs> of marketing that was talking about all the reasons why you should get this new Chaos box, right? Um, and one of their points was. Start collecting Slanesh or start collecting corn. But another one was play with them together because they're in the same Grand Alliance. You do mixed chaos, yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a really interesting point. So if you look at the potential of the Slanesh army when it's paired with the corn army, should never happen. No, but does it make a difference, do you think, to the way that that army's been designed? For sure. Uh, they won't gel together at all. No. So there's no synergy between half your army yeah. to the other half. And fluff-wise, this is going back to what we were saying earlier, I am, I do like narrative in my games. Yeah. Corn and Slanesh fucking hate each other. Yeah, so there what? There's no way, yeah. unless if it's like desperate fucking measures, like I'm, I'm saying really desperate measures, like say if Sigma invaded the fucking realm of chaos and he was killing shit, you know. Yeah. There's going to be the only time that Corn and Slanesh see eye to eye and actually ally with each other willingly. Yeah. You know? No. So it would annoy you. It would actually annoy you. It would actually fucking trigger me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not the fluffiest fluff buff gamer. Fluff buff. But, (laughs) but that shit would fucking trigger the fuck out of me. All right. If you have plans to run the Wrath and Rapture box in one army, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, I've had my rant for the Thank night. You. <laughs> fuck. Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. Um, right. Where were we? Let's let's talk about some goals for next year. Yes. Um, what's your current rank? Uh, where I finished, I'm not going to count masters because... We'll just go uh, off the ranks for the year. So yeah, yeah, eighth. Eighth. Um, what do you want to be next year? Uh, I want to be in top ten again. Yep. Yeah, I want to go to Masters again. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've still got something to prove. Yep. And I'm going to do it without 
triggering a whole heap of people on the way, I think. Yeah. Uh, so that means we're going to have to take net lists, which everyone's familiar with. Yeah. If I were to go to Masters next year, but that's fine. What I was trying to do was pretty bullshit, let's be honest. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, look, it's been FAQ'd since. Yeah, it's true. So uh, I actually am. Yeah, so Ben Johnson, who's uh, the like leading game developer for Sigma, hmm. uh, he's in the Slash WhatsApp. Yep. And I was having a... We are talking about Hellstrider banners in there, and I think that's what the reason is for Hellstrider to be brought into the FAQ. Yeah. <laughs> it was because of my master's list, bringing it to the light again. Yeah. Yeah. So you did it. Yeah, sorry. On behalf of uh, myself, Sinesh uh, <sighs> players, my bad. <laughs> um, me, I want to get into the top 100 next year. You can do better than that, Dave. That's being fucking too modest. Well, I'm... Aim for top 50 at least. Wow, what am I now? I'm, I'm somewhere 180-ish. And you've been to like one tournament. Oh, a couple, but yeah. But you right, so what have you got in the scope for next year? I uh, got uh, CanCon. Yep. Uh, got my SAGT ticket. Yep. Bush Bash. Yep. BadgerCon. Yep. Border Wars probably. Yep. Um, there's flights from Sydney, like yeah. from Benigo to Sydney now. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. No, why no, not? I'm not getting one of those little planes. Fuck that. Nah. It's good fun. No, nah, not a chance. You know, you know when you hear about planes crashing, it's always those little fuckers. Yes, because the pilot's normally drunk. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, uh, I will, I will gladly drive my two hours to the airport, catch a one-hour flight, and I'll, I'm going to do it that way. Yeah, money's time, time's money for me, Dave. I <laughs> get into a little plane, and I'll fucking do it. <laughs> I don't care. No, no, but um, yeah, I'm really keen on going interstate anyway. So yeah, but. The SAGT will be really good. So I think that's five. I'm not likely to make it up to Cairns. I'll be honest. Sorry, Rockhampton. It's just not going to happen. Nothing against Cairns. It's just I'm already at five events yeah. for next year. Then you got the destruction event. Got the destruction that's event. Six. So that's six. So I've got one every two months at this point. And then, uh, going down to Melbourne for Lord of War. Maybe. Yeah. Look, I reckon um, I would be keen on one or two that are in Melbourne. As I've said before, so the Sunday one makes it tricky for SmorganCon, yeah. but um, if they were on a on a Saturday, then yeah. I what would. about a whole weekender? Give you a book the time off with your missus. Look, I'd I'd do a I would do a weekender because I'd probably take the Monday off. But yeah. I'm not going to go do a one day Sunday, and try and take Monday off. No. Yeah. So I'm. You need that day, don't Yeah. 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 Uh, if it's for a full weekend and I can be in Melbourne on the Saturday night, and then okay. you know that, that's where the magic happens. There right? So I, um, I would, I'm, I'm definitely up for that. So yeah, what well, I got at least six I want to go to next year, not including a couple that might pop up in Melbourne. So yeah, yeah. May, may or may not. Uh, you know, I think we touched on this uh, a couple of episodes ago. The Melbourne scene. I'm actually unsure where it is at the moment. Like, yeah, uh, I hear. Uh, Smorgan, for example, on Twitter, like, oh, the Melbourne scene's going off because there was two other people in a shop playing Sigma. Right. So I don't know if um, if that's uh, it's a good sign if people are playing the game. Sure. Um, but I think there's still a fair way to go. But you know, they've got our support essentially. Yeah. I'll go down there and play play games and boost the numbers. It is a it is one of our state's fucking tournaments. So. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, I'm 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 keen to go and play in Melbourne. Mm. Um, just have to 
it's just got to be on the. It's got to. The stars have got to align for me. That's the yeah, only thing. That's, um, that's fair. Um, <clears throat> but no, I'm I'm excited. So yeah, let's say I go to seven events next year. Um, top fifty, easy. Yeah, but yeah. That, isn't there only your top three scores that count? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you've got seven chances to do well. Mm. <laughs> That's true. And uh, CanCon, if you do well there, like uh, going off the current ranking scores, if you do like you know, top 50, you're still getting like 70, 80 points. Well, that'd be pretty good. Yeah. But what I do then, there's 49 other people who are getting more than you. Yeah. So it's, yeah, CanCon, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of high scores on the rankings at the end of next season, or this season now. Yeah. Uh, just because of CanCon, like 220 people, that's a lot of fucking people. Does it need to be standardised? Uh, probably not. I'm like, I don't know. You know, maybe that's a conversation for another episode, but, um, you know, just statistically speaking, when you do have events that are causing such a huge spike in numbers, um, you know, does that effectively make the people who do well at CanCon are the most likely to be at Masters at the end of the year, so to speak, because they've yeah, got well, that instant leg up. The, the people that are uh, doing well at CanCon are usually the ones that are going to Masters anyway. Not not because of where they ended, but because they're actually good players. Yeah. So we're with a pool of 220, especially over six games, too. You're definitely going to weed out the people who aren't meant to be at the top. Yeah. Uh, and you know, if they don't think they're meant to be there, but they are, then good for you because you fucking made it. Yeah. You know? So, does it give them an advantage? Of course it does. It's like going to any other tournament podium. You know, if I went to a 40-man and came second, I'd get like 90-something points. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, it, it's irrelevant, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's just going to be more people with... With a, with a good head start? Yeah. Yeah. I look, you know. So um, advantage? No. Disadvantage? I think there's argument for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, look. All right. I'll tell you what. I'll meet you in the middle. Top 75. Come on, Dave. You're a measured gaming member. I know. You're the fucking host of a podcast. You have to do well. Top 10, mate. Top 10. Top 10. <laughs> I do my best. Uh, I, I always aim to do my best. I'm happy yeah. with my list at the moment. Just um, lose your first game. Fucking submarine sub- the whole way, my friend. Yeah, like I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose my first five, win the last one, steal the trophy. <laughs> I think I said this in the last episode. I'm going home with a trophy. Yeah, fuck it. Don't you worry. Yeah, by hook or by crook. <laughs> um, were there any other tournaments you were looking at going to that we haven't spoken about just now? Uh, I think you rattled them off. So, ScorganCon, CanCon, uh, then we go to SA yep. for the Saggy T, yep. and then uh, cross up to Cairns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it'll be BadgerCon. Then I think it's Border Wars. Yep. And then... It's like a, a that's sort of where it sort of cuts off, and then there'll be uh, yeah, just in Bendigo the destruction. Oh, Lord of War in Melbourne. Yeah, uh, thrown in the mix there somewhere. Yeah, we got the bush bash. Yeah, the bush destruction, bash, the destruction, Tawny. Yeah, um, and then hopefully Masters at the end of all that. Yeah, cool. Uh, maybe even Sydney GT. If I can catch that dinghy plane up, mate. Don't you worry. Yeah. Yeah, if the tickets are cheap enough. Yeah, right. I'll be there. Yep. Yeah, I'm not against the idea of going to Sydney for a. For a weekend? Well, I was kind of... Um, <laughs> Sydney, to me, is the biggest shithole ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we touched on this last year. So. Yeah. yeah. Look, I'd never want to live there. It's a fucking cut of a place. Mm. But, would I go there for another weekend? Of course I would. Yeah. Would I want to live there? Fuck no. No. You know what we need to do? We need to get to Brisbane. 
We need the Brisbane, yeah. Brisbane guys to tee up a tournament and for us to get up there. Cause well, they've got a fair few events. Yeah. Um, I'd actually prefer to go to Brisbane than Sydney. Me too, yeah. Because uh, it's actually a, a nicer city. Yeah, weather's good, people are chilled. Um, I would much prefer to, to go up to, to Brizzy. Maybe maybe we can do that. Yeah. Maybe we can organise it because they've got uh, like Briz Hammer, RCGT. Yeah. There's a few events. Yeah. Uh, I think they had three, three major sort of events. Well, I'd, yeah, I'd be I'd be keen to get to one of them for sure. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to um, wait for dates. Yep. But um, yeah, no. So Brisbane guys, watch out! Music Gaming's coming to a tournament near you. There you go. There you go. As a um, as a club, as a gaming club, Measured Gaming, uh, we recently had our uh, annual annual general meeting and just discussed the goals for next year of what we're going to try and do um, as part of the broader AOS community um, and as a gaming club and um, you know just trying to work on improving the the standing of AOS and and the culture and getting people involved where we can. Um, so some of the goals that we did speak about at the meeting in in part were recruitment, you know, getting more people involved sure. um, and interested in Age of Sigma. Um, part of that does have to do with the whole uh, increasing the like the max scoring to 40. Of course. Um, but, yeah, I'm not looking at it as a negative. I'm looking at it as a positive to actually go out and actively recruit. Yeah, as an opportunity to, Yeah, you know. so there, there's a few, um, uh, a few approaches that we're taking. So our regular club meets are no longer going to be uh, isolated at the old church on the hill. We're now moving homes to Guff mm-hmm. uh, officially. Which is a, um, uh, a gaming a store gaming here in Benningham. Yep. Uh, and we're also going to be um, running a monthly tournament there, like a friendly event uh, for all the newcomers uh, that we hopefully rope in. There is a few people who have armies there. They just don't really play them. Yeah, um, we're looking at like a twelve fifty yeah, starting point like kind of small to start off with, like yeah, you know, just a one day on a Sunday kind of thing. Yep, it's a it's, um, yeah a bit of a get to understand match play. Yeah, just just to sort of introduce people to uh, a friendly event, mm. um, and just you know to smash out a couple of games in a day or well, three games in a day. Yeah, and uh, the the idea is to over the year uh, increase that to two thousand points. Yep. Uh, and with that in mind, uh, one of the other goals that we've got, so we've got a crew of you know, 12 to maybe 15 people going to events regularly, we want to increase that to 20 by the end of the year. So increase our regular group and our sort of like committed group to 20. Yeah, the competitive group, the, yeah. the, the part of measure that will actually go into state and want to be yeah. part of that Australian mm. national scene. That's what I'm hoping uh, to achieve with the uh, just the one day as a guff is um, just to sort of I don't know meet people, mm. uh, meet new people, meet uh, just everyone, <clears throat> and yeah, just sort of get to know people, and then down the track have them coming with us because they're not going to be with strangers. I think that's going to be one of the uh, biggest things for someone who's new is be like, oh well, these guys seem a bit rowdy. Yeah, yeah, which we are like. Yeah, terrifying, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> terrifying. Uh, yeah, it's going to be going to be hard for certain people to sort of uh, mix with us, I imagine. But we're, we're, look at our group; like we've we've got diversity pouring out of our ass. Yeah, we are a very diverse group. Um, well, I mean, we had everybody in the one spot on the weekend, um, 
and yeah, it is a motley crew, but it's not one that um, shies away from welcoming a new person. That's right. And I can say that from experience. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Even though you're a white male, <laughs> it, it, uh, yeah, that doesn't matter. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> we're in Bendigo, so yeah. um, there's not... There's not a ton of culture. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, we just did have wicked Chinese for dinner. We did. Yeah. yeah. I had to undo my button because my jeans were fucking cutting me in half. I'm not even wearing <laughs> pants anymore. <laughs> Doing the news reporter, I've got a suit in the top half and just shirt cocking it in the bottom. So that's the that's the goals for measured. Yeah, uh, for next year really and focusing on recruitment, getting more people to more events uh, as a whole. Like we, we've got blokes who are like in the core group who have only gone to CanCon this year and maybe Melbourne once. Yeah. So yeah, trying to just even get them to go to more would be awesome. Like, yeah. Bendigo events don't count for us. No, they're, they're uh, in our backyard. We, yeah. 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 Bendigo is not a big town. For those of you who are not familiar with it. Um, to get from one side, like one extreme side of Bendigo to the other, is maybe a 25-minute drive. Yeah, that's peak hour traffic. <laughs> yeah. The whole four horse and cars that are on the yeah, road. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, but generally speaking, to get into town from anywhere, if you live slightly out of town, is 10 or 15-minute drive. Yeah, so like we, we both live in the same sort of outlying suburb, yeah. Stratford, say. Yeah. And, yeah, it takes uh, 10 to 12 minutes. Yep. to get into the centre of town. Yeah, that's right. And that, that's about 10K. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, when we say we don't count Bendigo events, it's because we are literally in the car for 10 minutes and we're there. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, this is why there's... You can fucking stumble home from town. That's right. There's no excuse. Uh, yeah. No, I did that once when I lived I, out the other side of town. I've done that a few times out in Stratford, so... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's good. used to be out the other side in Maiden Gully. I walked home. Shit walk. <laughs> Yeah, had a taxi pick me up uh, two blocks from home, which was good of him. Great bloke. Yeah, <laughs> he said he goes, I'll, I'll pick you up. I like you blokes who are walking home. She tells me you're not going to fuck me around because you're just trying to get home. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a point. Yeah, I was pretty sober by that point. I'm like, yeah, I kind of get what you're saying, man. I get it. You're doing it for free? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted a gobby. You know how it is. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I said hobby. Yeah. <laughs> we do have a couple of um Foreign currencies in Bendigo. Uh, yeah, it's 50 bucks or yeah. for a gobby. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to work out well. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Depending on what side of the steering wheel you're on. Um, so, uh, final projects for next year. Have you got anything outside of what we talked about that you plan on working on? At this stage, it'll be just destruction. Yep. Uh, whatever army I choose. Uh, then, uh, when the Slanesh Battletone comes out, if I really like it, then, um, yeah, I'll be working on a sort of a new army for that because obviously my build at the moment is going to change. Yeah. Um, but in all honesty, it took me a long time for me to come around to the new uh, Beast of Chaos battle tone. Yeah. Uh, I hate getting new codex, uh, new codexes or battle tones for my armies. Just, it fucking doesn't shit me. It just changes how I like the army and why I chose to play it yeah. for whatever reasons. Mm, mm. Uh, when I get thrown a battle tome, sure I get a buff and all that, but it means I'm learning a new army at the same time. Yeah. And like, I had uh, a couple of games with the with the beasts when it came out. No, I didn't touch them for fucking four months. Yeah. 
well, however long it was. Like, I just went straight back to Slanesh. I'm like, nah, they can fucking stay over there. Don't care. Yeah. Uh, now I've come back around to them, which is good. Yeah, yeah. Sort of found my niche again. Yeah. Well, yeah which playing, is, playing an outlier army. Which is important. Yeah. Um, I've got a Skaven army I'm putting together. Yeah. It's a bit of fun. Yeah, that's the, um, you're just doing pure Skaven or you're doing uh, Pestilence? I'm doing a Pestilence um, with a Twister Nurgle. Okay. Yeah. Something different. Yeah. You know, well, I figure this way now I've got an army from each of the Grand Alliances because yep. I've got more Stormcast than I know what to do with, um, more Nighthaunt than I know what to do with, and then between my Ogres and um, Beast Claw Raiders and then my Skaven, I'm, um, I'm set. Yep. Whatever, whatever mood I'm in, I will have an army to suit. Very good. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Reckon that just about wraps us up. I reckon too for this episode. It's um, it's been wonderful to have you all along, dear listeners. Once again, yeah, thank you very to, much. Shout out to all the listeners. Yeah. Shout out to all the mid gaming people who uh, decide to download this episode four times each. Fuck, <laughs> you are good people. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um, as always, uh, if you do have any comments, questions, queries, things you want us to talk about, things you want to raise with us, things we said that you're upset about, anything at all. Leave your comments on the Facebook page. Yeah. We will read them and, and get back to you. And, um, if you want to jump on here with Dave and myself, let us know what you want to talk about. We're happy to sit down for an hour or so and uh, talk about something that you guys want to talk about. Absolutely. We're, we're always happy to talk shit and create more content for our listeners. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're really keen on that. Um, going forward, we will be um, talking about getting a Patreon sorted. Yeah. Uh, We'll get another episode or two under our belt, I think. Um, and then, yeah, you'll if you like it, you'll have an opportunity to support it. Yeah. Um, there will be some tiered rewards in there as well. So for those of you that really dig it, you can, you know, buy yourself 15 minutes of fame probably and come and sit on my lap and talk Age of Sigma. Have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ample lap. Don't you worry. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of leg there. <laughs> a lot of leg. Um, look, that's it from us. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Yeah. What's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is ncdave underscore wargamer. Yep. What's yours? Mine is at Joel McGrath MG underscore MG. Um, otherwise, look for Measured Gaming on Facebook. Yeah. Or Twitter. Or Twitter. Uh, there is a Bush Radio page on Facebook as well. Yep. Look for that. Uh, the Measured Gaming group is a really good spot where we're usually putting up new posts of what we're working on, what we're painting. People have questions about stuff. There's it's just another one of those hobby pages, but it's um, they've actually got a lot of infiltrators in there now. So there's a lot of people who aren't from Bendigo yeah. surrounds, which is good. Yeah, but if you've got any questions or anything else, if you're new to the hobby, there's plenty of experienced people on there more than happy to you know, answer your questions or give you any tips on painting or modelling or anything else too. So um, it's a good place to be. Stop past. And as I said, we'd love to hear from you. I feel like um, we need to end our episodes with a catchphrase. Yeah. Um, have, have you been working on one? Yeah, I have. Um, rate us five stars, you cunts. <laughs> I love it. Uh, see you later. Rate us five stars. You can't. <laughs> see you, gang. Thank you. Yeah.